Welcome to the Stacked Supplement Podcast, the premier source for supplement news and reviews. Thank you for tuning in to another one of our special edition episodes on the Stack Supplement Podcast. We kind of talk about, drop details on, a little more insight on specific topics and categories and products and whatnot, and sometimes interviews. Uh, and this one is going basically going over the um, the, the details, or I guess a, a better, more definitive description of just how Apollo Nutrition and why we decided to give them the nod for our 2022 overall brand of the year award. So we did an episode not that long ago, kind of breaking down, essentially answering the question of how do you win? And I have not been secretive of how to win this. In fact, I've shared it many, many times. Um, We've mentioned it ever since we've been hosting the awards, going all the way back to maybe 2012, 2013, I think. And we really only started getting more vocal about it and I guess offering more insight when brands would sort of ask why didn't you give us this or why didn't we win this year and to their credit every brand out there probably thinks it's deserving of brand of the year and if they're not they i mean they should be because a lot of these guys put in a massive amount of effort put in a lot of work um and it and it's not easy especially in a, in a category or a, sorry a space as competitive and saturated as supplements especially sports nutrition supplements um and so one of the key things uh, we try and point out is, is, you know, don't take offense. If you're not nominated, if you don't win, don't feel bad. I don't really, um, there are brands that are hugely successful without winning brand of the year. There are brands that, you know, dominate without even so much as a nomination. It's, to be honest, my brand of the year is specifically my, you know, my opinion, what I look for, what I like, what I want to see, and it's applied to brands on that kind of level. So, if it, to, to explain it best, um, you know, I, I look, I, I have a set of things that I look for. Um, and these are things that aren't just specific to supplements. Obviously, they're applied to supplements because of the, the use case. But there are a specific set of things that I want to see in a brand that I like or I would like to see. Um, and then I apply it to supplements and then I apply it to different brands. So let's say, for example, I like to see a powerhouse pre-workout and a premium test booster and a complex fat burner right and i would look for those things in uh you know, specific brands but then let's just say there's a company that's more beauty based and they don't do a pre-workout but they do something on that same level like a i don't know breakthrough beauty supplement and they do a powerhouse collagen you catch my drift like things are interchangeable um and not that I would measure things as deeply as that or as, or as alternative as that, but you kind of get what I'm saying. Like if this brand is hardcore and they release a premium pre-workout and this brand is more science-based and they launch an intra-workout and this brand's lifestyle-based and they put together a pretty solid protein powder, I would see them on similar levels because you're entering different spaces and different categories and you're putting in similar effort and complexity. So they would kind of be measurable to one another. And so Apollo Nutrition, um, you know, they just delivered month after month. And I think I said this before, if you have time to go and read our story on um, stack.com, stack3d.com, as people like to say, um, we we have a pretty good summary. And I think no person that's read it has told me that they disagreed. In fact, this would be the first year I have not received um, like any feedback any comments going against it 
for maybe I don't even know how many years after the well, after the one is announced, I don't haven't heard anything. Um, I feel like it's 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 pretty undeniable when you kind of go over what I look for, what we like to see, and you look at what Apollo did. I mean, it's it's no joke. It's so just to give you a summary, um, and we and I did my best to kind of give you a few points uh, in the story on the site. So they did over ten new flavors. And, and I think it might have been close to 20. Uh, they did collaborations. They did limited edition launches. They reformulated five long-running supplements. They launched 12 completely new supplements. And they entered seven entirely new categories. And I don't mean like entirely new, like they were the first to ever do them, but they were, the, they, they were new for a pollen. Now, from a fan's perspective, right, and, and um, Arms Rex Nutrition uh, was a nominee for Brand of the Year, and they could be similarly compared. And they were one of the close ones for me. Um, they introduced a sleep supplement. They introduced a protein bar. Uh, they reformulated their, I think it was the pump supplement and their creatine muscle builder. Um, they added a few basics. So you get what I'm saying by how things can be compared. Um, like I said, Apollon dropped uh, seven completely new, sorry, 12 completely new products and seven of them for categories they weren't in before. Uh, Arms Race did the protein bar. Not a category they were in. Completely new product. Night, night, um, powerful formula. Not a category Arms Race is in. So you can kind of see what my point is. Another one Arms Race did, they did the stabilized splitting of his and hers. Kind of a new category they were already in because they had stabilized. But then they did, um, they uh, split them up. So they did two completely new products, essentially. Um, but a category they are already in. Uh, they also reformulated their new Tropic, if I remember correctly. Um, category they are already in. Not a completely new supplement, but a reformulation. So you can see how things start to level out and compare. And basically how we judge it is the basis or the essence of what they did. So uh, like like I said, my summary of Apollo Nutrition doing over 10 new flavors, 5 reformulations, 12 new products, and 7 new categories. You could essentially apply that compare that to arms race i don't know exactly how many they did but let's just say they did five completely new products three of them for new, new categories and they did five flavors so you can start measuring it up and how i how we gauge it i guess um those aren't the exact numbers of arms race like i said i'm, I'm just guessing off the top of my head but you can start seeing the comparisons i see and obviously bringing things down to numbers is a bit i don't know basic but that's it's how the brands reflect them that makes them stand out. And I think my best example was if any other brand did what Apollon did, um, you would be blown out of the water, right? And like, sorry, I don't mean it like as in blown out of the water, you wouldn't be if Apollon did it. I mean in the sense that like, let's just say you're someone who only knows one brand. Let's just call that brand um, Super Muscle Nutrition, right? You never heard of anyone else. You don't know of anyone else. And if they did what Apollon did, you would be gobsmacked. Say they were launching a new pre-workout, and then the next year they did an amino, and the next year they did a fat burner. And then one year they come out with seven new categories, 12 new supplements overall, over 10 different flavors, limited editions, collaborations, reformulations. You would, uh, excuse my language, but you'd shit yourself. Because in reality, if you apply what they did to any brand, they would you would you would have heard about it if you were within the industry and that's kind of the point of brand of the year now um people always ask well my pre-workout was better than theirs it's 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 not necessarily applicable or or measurable in that sense 
I'm not going to, pollen is known for high stimulant pre-workouts. If I, like, let's take the arms race again. If they came out with a pre-workout, I wouldn't be measuring dose for dose. I'd be measuring for specifics for their audience. Arms race audience is different to a pollen and vice versa. And so it would be, yes, measured on, on, I guess, the point of the pre-workout. And again, doses just are in the mix. It has to be, like, can't be shit. It can't be rubbish. It can't be underdosed. It's got to be a solid formula. Don't go putting in two grams of pure citrulline. <laughs> Right, it's got to be like an effective supplement for its purpose and its use case. Um, and if you know a pollen, again, these are all things that you you will see. If you applied everything that they did to any other brand, you'd be blown away. And we are partial to sports nutrition, obviously. That's what Stacked has always been about: sports nutrition supplements, pre-workouts, aminos, testosterone boosters, muscle builders, protein powders. And so, a company um, that's kind of what we've always been geared around. Um, and, and, and you just really you can't overlook what Apollo Nutrition did because while I, I can summarize their performance from 2022 as simple as saying, like I said, feel repetitive, but 10 new flavors, 5 reformulations, 12 new supplements, 7 new categories, so on and so on. You can't overlook what they did in those products. Over the top, don't forget over the top was their, um, their intro workout and it was like 100 bucks. It was literally three supplements in one. I don't even think you would see that from. I don't think I've. I don't know of any other brand in mainstream sports nutrition or at least sports nutrition that did a hundred dollar supplement in 2022. And Apollo Nutrition did it, and they filled it with so much that it was probably not probably it was worth it. You know, when you get to a hundred dollars, that's nothing to to scoff at. And it proved so successful. They did another flavor. Um, you can't also another one they did lionheart while they already had many other pre-workouts they recreated in a completely pre-workout um and they made it all about performance and it's a beast it's one of our top five pre-workouts um they did young blood a more value focused pre-workout another new addition to a category they're already in they did from dust till dawn which is a beast of a sleep supplement didn't drastically improve recovery as much as i had with other nighttime supplements but for the purpose of getting you to sleep and getting quality sleep, the thing's the beast. And and that's kind of my point is that they didn't just do something as simple as 12 new products, seven new categories, and so on and so on. These products were were, were nothing to scoff at. They, some of these supplements were better than, you know, brands that launched less, if that makes sense in, in my comparison. Like if you did seven average supplements and, and someone did five, like, premium out of this world supplements i could measure you i could probably gauge it and, and, and maybe play favor in one way or the other because they just blew me away let's say someone launched uh two pre-workouts and another brand launched one pre-workout and that pre-workout that they did that lone pre-workout was the best in the world i give them the edge and so you there are things you take into account but with p- p- pollen you couldn't have been disappointed in anything that they introduced nothing that they did in terms of new products and completely new supplements was disappointing. Like I said, the $100 intro workout, who the hell does that? The sleep supplement, um, low, like just, if trust me, if you want a product that knocks you out, definitely throw that one down. Um, even though they had collagen, they did a collagen supplement that wasn't just collagen, despite the fact that they called it collagen. It was more of a complex, advanced, health-focused um kind of beauty supplement if i could class classify it as that um i should prefer to say wellness supplement 
um, they read it over time. They enter the gaming space with Universal Soldier, pretty much taking that legendary approach that they do in overtime, where just filling it with ingredients and actors and dosages, but tailoring it and tapering it for gamers. I mean, again, these are things that if you saw any other brand do, you would be blown away. And I mean that in the sense that like if, because again, you can't just sort of sit there and see what it was represented as, if that makes sense. I'm still judging the likes of Apollon versus, uh, like I said, Arms Race, two very different brands for very, very different people. Not completely different, but different audiences. Um, and I'm comparing it to Cellucor. Um, I mean, the, the list goes on. Dedicated, uh, Muscle Farm, like everyone's on the table and I'm comparing them, again, not in the sense that it's a pre-workout versus pre-workout, in the sense of what you do for your fan and how you further your brand. And that is the, in a pollen, once you look at it, they just pretty much couldn't be denied. Because again, and I think Arms Race was one of the, was, was potentially my runner-up, maybe, if I'm pretty sure. HTLT was another big one for the year they were a nominee, but they tailored off near the end. I do really like to see someone keep things consistent throughout the year. And I think the best way to sort of think about it is I'm not looking at it from a business perspective. I'm not sitting there saying, well, how much money did you make from this? I'm not sitting there saying, saying, did this get you into this distributor or this retailer? That's not what I'm looking at. This is a purely selfish award, if that makes sense. I cannot stress that enough. I've had people complain to me and say, why didn't you pick this? Well, we did this one as well. I'm like, dude, I really don't care. Sometimes I like to give explanations as best as I can. But at the end of the day, it's as simple as it can come down to just, it is personal selfishness if i like a pre-workout with 400 milligrams of caffeine and someone did a pre-workout with 350 and that was literally the deciding fact i'm going with the 400 because that's what i like not that i like 400 i'm just sort of giving you an example of how fine and selfish it can be and i look at it purely from the fan perspective and i think it's kind of what some people have mentioned before a brand might break into costco or walmart and those are ridiculously huge moves. Don't get me wrong. Ridiculously successful moves. Getting into a beast like that, GNC, Vitamin Shop, going international and finding your way into 50 different countries. Those are huge, huge moves. And not to be undersold, but when I'm judging brand of the year, I'm not judging you from the overall scope looking down on from, you know, from the clouds. Think of it as I'm the guy in, I don't know, the Philippines. And your brand comes in. I'm looking at you from that perspective. I'm looking on what you can do for me. Not what you can do for this person, this person, this person. What you can do for me from my perspective. If I'm in this country and I'm that country. That's it. And that's, again, it's a very selfish way to judge. But that's just purely why I've, how we've already looked at it. If you start out the year. And I think I explained this quite a bit in the previous episode we did on, I guess, how you can win brand of the year. And Apollon offers a massive amount of supplements. At the end of 2021, they blew up their list of categories drastically. But as a fan who likes to work out, likes to lift, likes results, likes building muscle, likes losing weight, all this stuff, all the general sports nutrition um, benefits and effects, you couldn't deny Apollon Nutrition. They added, again, $100 into a workout, more pre-workouts. Let's just say you wanted to work out a pre-workout for those days that you were more focused on performance and strength rather than getting your, you know, 
you, you, your stims lit up. Let's say you wanted something that was more of a daily use, not as expensive pre-workout. They gave you young blood, right? And you wanted something to help get you to sleep. When you look at it from the standpoint of the fan, what you gave them, not what you gave people that hadn't heard of you or what you gave people that are now selling or like that's kind of the best way I can describe it. And I think once people hear that, and again, I've never really hid this. This is how I've always judged it, how I've always um, kind of explained it and what goes into it. That's just that's just it. And I don't want to sort of compare <laughs> Stag Brand of the Year Awards to the Oscars, but like they're judging a movie and the performance within the movie, right? I, I mean, okay, I'm, I don't really, I'm not, I'm not working there or anything like that, but let's just say this movie had great actors and this movie had great actors and the first one made $100,000 and the second one made, I don't know, $20 billion. I would like to think, or at least from my perspective, they're not sort of saying, well, this one made this much money, so it's, it's way better. Like, that's not a massive kind of thing from, from, from the way I see it, and that's just not how I judge it. Like if someone didn't launch any product throughout the year and then they said, well, we made it into Walmart, that's not that big seller for me because you didn't offer me more. And there are brands out there who are offering more, who are giving you more. And that is what I like to see. And evolution of brand and what you can offer those fans is is kind of what I've always judged on. Because sometimes as a brand grows, it's not easy to do. And the ability to offer more and give more and... I guess take things up a notch is becomes harder and harder, but it becomes more impressive when a company with 20 different products can bring out five more and give you reason to buy them. I think Core Nutritionals in 2021 was, a, I think 2021 or 2020, the year they rebranded. That was huge. When they did the Lifeline series, they literally gave you five to seven new supplements that you could easily bring into your, into your stack, but you never knew you needed or never even thought about needing and just added them in and core is one of the most extensive supplement companies out there morphogen is another good example of when it does things when it introduces something completely new it brings its signature comprehensive advanced approach to a space that you may not have thought needed that attention but now you got a supplement if you want to it's those kinds of things are huge and that's essentially one of the th- the main reason Apollon walked away with brand of the year. There was just no one else that expanded in the depth that it did. And again, you, you'll get brands that might say, hey, I get this a lot is, so okay, they launched. Um, yeah, someone will tally up the actual launches. And I, it's not that I don't like it, but I feel like it's a bit misleading when they'll launch a product. Say they launch three products and five flavors each. They'll say I'll launch 15 products. I'm not counting. I'm not counting the individual flavors. What I'm saying is when you know you compl- introduce something completely new, 12 completely new products, that's not counting the flavors, it's 12 completely new supplements, seven completely new categories for that brand. Um, I'll get brands that will be able to compare in that. So we introduced 30 new supplements. I think my protein is probably one of the biggest examples. Those guys expand like, I don't even know what a metaphor would be, in- insane number of supplements each year. They're dropping new flavors, but again, that's when I guess you can compare things down and you start to sort of see the the complexity behind these products. If you're launching 50 single ingredient supplements and someone launches 10 complex ones, I'm likely to pay way more attention to the brand that's launching 10 
hardcore advanced sports nutrition products and so um hopefully that kind of answers everything hopefully that gives you a better idea and 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 i guess much like i said at the start of this episode or the start of this sort of special edition podcast it does come down to i guess the best way to do it is to just see from that perspective of simplicity in that apollon did do 10 to 20 new flavors five reformulations 12 new products in seven categories if you could there's a brand out there you're like well these guys did way better if you could imagine that brand doing what apollon did and you're like well that actually might have made the year better then you can understand and 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 there may be people who may not still not think that they were deserving but again then it yeah hard luck that's what (laughs) my my opinion and, and i just saw it as that and that was, and, I, and I, like I said, no one's really exp- uh, disagreed. Everyone's kind of agreed once they read the, the story on the site. And um, all I can say is best of luck to everyone for 2023. Uh, there are a lot of companies. Every year we kind of get companies sort of saying, well, we're going to ramp things up. We think we can take it home. Um, understand that, you know, that's what we look for. If you're planning on distributing to 50 new countries and rebranding, um i don't know like a protein snack or whatever like those are the things that i'm those aren't necessarily the things that i always look for uh especially it's sorry not especially but those are the things we want to look for here at stacked um and if you look at our past winners they all very much found the same path took the same path to victory all of them last year's we had uh, sorry not last year the year before we had glaxon obvi and apollon the year before that i think it was ghost I'm pretty sure it was Ghost, and then the year before that it was Inspired, then we had Redcon, all companies that just pumped things out into new categories, offered their fans more, and Apollo Nutrition was literally the headline of our story f- breaking down, was Apollo Nutrition undeniably takes home brand of the year for 2022, and again, out of all my nominees, HTLT was probably closer numbers, didn't have the consistency throughout the year. Some of their formulas were as impressive as Apollon's, but some weren't. Arms Race was probably the closest for me. Rise definitely had a lot of attention with their flavors, collabs, uh, especially the Pump Daddy near the end of the year. And Raw Nutrition was another big attraction. So these were all big brands, all deserving of um, being nominated. But like I said, if if any of them had done what Apollon had done, it would have been a very different result. Um but I look forward to the competition in 2023. I'm extremely excited for it, especially the brands that have reached out and said they're going to be pumping home. So um, best of luck to everyone. And uh, if you have any questions, feel free to reach out to me, uh, social media, and through the contact page on the website. Um, but I uh, look forward to having you back for the uh, next episode. Thanks again.